day 117 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 51, verse 10 to 19. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favour on Zion and help her rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit with burnt offerings and whole offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 35. But very early on Sunday morning, the woman went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there, puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his eleven disciples and everyone else, What had happened? It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. But God kept them from recognising him. As he asked them, What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. When one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. What things? Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death. 
and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from our group of, of his followers were at his tomb early this morning and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see, and sure enough, his body was gone, just as the woman had said. Then Jesus said to them, You foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time, they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as as if he were going on, but they begged him, stay the night with us since it's getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognised him. And at that moment he disappeared. Then they said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour, they were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven disciples and the others who were gathered with them, who said, The Lord has really risen. He appeared to Peter. Then the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they had recognised him as he was breaking the bread. Joshua chapter 11 verse 1 to chapter 12 verse 24. When King Jabin of Hazor heard what had happened, he sent messengers to the following kings, King Joab of Madon, the kings of Shimron, the king of Ashkva, and all the kings of the northern hill country, the kings in the Jordan Valley south of Galilee, the kings in the Galilean foothills, the kings of the Naphoth Dor on the west, the kings of the Canaan, both east and west, the kings of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites in the hill country, and the Hivitites in the towns on the slopes of Mount Hermon in the land of Mizpah. All these kings came out to fight. Their combined armies formed a vast horde, and with all their horses and chariots they covered the landscape like sand on the seashore. The kings joined forces and established their camp around the water near Merom to fight against Israel. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them. By this time tomorrow, I will hand all of them over to Israel as dead men. Then you must cripple their horses and burn their chariots. So Joshua and all his fighting men travelled to the water near Merom and attacked suddenly. And the Lord gave them victory over their enemies. The Israelites chased them as far as Greater Sidon and Miserepoth Mayim and eastward into the valley of Mizpah, not 
one enemy warrior was left alive. Then Joshua crippled the horses and burned all the chariots as the Lord had instructed. Then Joshua turned back and captured Hazor and killed its king. Hazor had at one time been the capital of all these kingdoms. The Israelites completely destroyed every living thing in the city, leaving no survivors. Not a single person was spared, and then Joshua burned the city. Joshua slaughtered all the other kings and their people, completely destroying them, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded. But the Israelites did not burn any of the towns built on mounds except Hazor, which Joshua burned. And the Israelites took all the plunder and livestock of the ravaged towns for themselves, but they killed all the people, leaving no survivors. As the Lord had commanded his servant Moses, so Moses commanded Joshua. And Joshua did as he was told, carefully obeying all the commands that the Lord had given to Moses. So Joshua conquered the entire region, the hill country, the entire Negev, the whole area around the town of Goshen, the western foothills, the Jordan Valley, the mountains of Israel and the Galilean foothills. The Israelite territory now extended all the way from Mount Halak, which leads up to Seir in the south, as far north as Baal Gad, at the, full of Mount, at the foot of Mount Hermon in the valley of Lebanon. Joshua killed all the kings of those territories, waging war for a long time to accomplish this. No one in this region made peace with the Israelites, except the Vittites of Gibeon. All the others were defeated, for the Lord hardened their hearts and caused them to fight the Israelites. So they were completely destroyed without mercy, as the Lord had commanded Moses. During this period, Joshua destroyed all the descendants of Anak, who lived in the hill country of Hebron, Debir, Anab, and the entire hill country of Judah and Israel. He killed them all and completely destroyed their towns. No one of the descendants of Anak were left in the land of Israel, though some still remain in Gaza, Gath, and Ashdod. So Joshua took control of the entire land just as the Lord had instructed Moses. He gave it to the people of Israel as their special possession, dividing the land among the tribes so the the land finally had a rest from war. These are the kings east of the Jordan River who had been killed by the Israelites and whose land was taken. Their territory extended from the Arnon Gorge to Mount Hermon and included all the land east of the Jordan Valley. King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, was defeated. His kingdom included Aroer on the edge of the Arnon Gorge and extended from the middle of the Arnon Gorge to the Jabbok River, which serves as a border for the Amorites. This territory included the southern half of the territory of Gilead. Sihon also controlled the Jordan Valley and regions to the east, from as far north as the Sea of Galilee to as far south as the Dead Sea including the road to Beth-Jeshimoth and southward to the slopes of Pishgah. King Og of Bashan, the last of the Rephites, lived in Ashtaroth and Edrei. He ruled a territory stretching from Mount Hermon to Salakah in the north and to all of Bashan in the east and westward to the borders of the kingdoms of Geshur and Machah. This territory included the northern half of Gilead, as far as the boundary of King Shihon, Sihon of Heshbon. 
Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the Israelites had destroyed the people of King Sihon and King Og, and Moses gave their land as a possession to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The following is a list of the kings that Joshua and the Israelite armies defeated on the west side of the Jordan, from Balgad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halek, which leads up to Seir. Joshua gave this land to the tribes of Israel as their possession, including the hill country, the western foothills, the Jordan Valley, the mountain slopes, the Judean wilderness and the Negev. The people who lived in this region were the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Vittites and the Jebusites. These are the kings Israel defeated. The king of Jericho, the king of Ai near Bethel, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jaramuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, the king of Giza, the king of Debir, the king of Geda, the king of Horma, the king of Arad, the king of Libna, the king of Adulam, the king of Makeda, the king of Bethel, the king of Tabuha, the king of Hepher, the king of Aphek, the king of Lasharon, the king of Madon, the king of Hazor, the king of Shimron Meron, the king of Akshavah, the king of Taka, the king of Megiddo, the king of Kedesh, the king of Jokim in Carmel, the king of Dor in the town of Naphoth Dor, the king of Goim in Gilgal, the king of Tiraz, Tirza. In all, 31 kings were defeated.